Hello, hello, and welcome to Naked Heart. Today we are diving into identity and redefining the human, as well as a little solar plexus activation and expanding that fire that's within you. We're going to do a little bit of channeling around identity in the Akasha, identity as a dance. So go ahead and sink into your body. Take a few deep breaths and we'll get this party started. (sighs) Opening in your mouth, letting it out. Slowing down the breath. It's a lot of energy happening today with the 12-12 portal, the full moon. I don't know about you, but I can't sleep around full moons. I'm buzzing with energy and it begs me to stay awake and journal. And mm, I love this time. But slow down, open up your body, be here, be now, let go of everything else. You deserve this time to drop into your body, to drop into your center, your core being. We're going to illuminate that space today together and explore identity as a teaching in the Akasha. So as always, have your journal nearby. If something's deeply resonating with you, jot that down. If something is flowing through your channel, jot it down. We are activating today. I consider today kind of an activation call, an activation session, podcast, whatever you want to call it. I feel you all here with me and I'm imagining us in a candlelit room with a fire. I've got a snowstorm going on out here in Granby, Colorado, so I'm all about the cozy. And we're here with the fire, with the candles, with our breath in gentle darkness and we're going in. So allow me to share my why for this topic. I've been on my, I've been spiritually awakened, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. I've had my eyes, heart, body wide open to life in an entirely new way than how I lived the first 25, 26 years of my life for about five or six years now. But the last two years have been especially elevating, electrifying. And what marks that is really when I started channeling in the Akashic realm. And this has been one of the biggest consciousness expanders in my life. I would say the top three being channeling in the Akashic realm, ayahuasca and plant medicine, and just love, soul, deep, awakened love. And of course, love was present in my life before I was spiritually awakened and it captivated me, it illuminated me, it opened my heart and in a way I became attached to that feeling, right? That was my access to my heart. 
And over the course of a lifetime, a lot of attachment came into my relationship channel. And I think of, of course, all of these channels flowing out in our lives as energy channels, right? So I've got a channel with romantic relationship and it was important for me to really clear that channel to come into that pure love because that channel before had a lot of attachment and leaning or depending on the masculine for security, safety, grounding. And I wasn't I wasn't sourcing that within myself. So the reason I'm coming to this is because two years ago I started channeling in the Akashic realm and I became so thirsty for it because it was helping me shift my patterns in a way that nothing had in the last five, six years of a conscious growth journey. And in a way, I let it take over and it fully illuminated my being and it was so on purpose for me and so in alignment for me to do that but I was channeling so much and the frequency was so light and it was coming into my body and breaking up this dense energy and elevating my spirit and illuminating my soul but I wasn't grounding enough in the beginning and end of sessions. I wasn't embracing enough grounding in my life, going out, being with the earth, living my truth. I was in another relationship pattern when I first started channeling. And truth is so grounding, right? What could possibly be more grounding than living in your truth, embodying your soul truth. I imagine the soul as like the deep end of the pool, right? And the ego is the shallow end. It's not wrong. It's just, it's kind of superficial. And when I lean into the deep end of the pool and the desires and the life that is birthed from that place, it's such a deeper, more fulfilling experience. And that's what I wanted. That's what makes me come alive, living in my depths. Um, I am committed to it. So I started channeling a lot. In the very beginning, the Akashic Masters were like, okay, meditate for 30 minutes and then channel with us for 30 minutes and allow this to be like a daily ritual for you to gain momentum in your communication with us and your conscious channeling in the Akashic realm. And... For those of you new to the Akashic realm, imagine this vibrational library in the sky with all soul records stored there, all human events, past, present, future, the resonance of all events, past, present, future. It's the field of possibility, right? It's the quantum field, the zero point field. So... This is where the records of your soul live and you have guides that are sort of the keepers of your records and they are really here to guide your soul path. They've never been in a physical body here on earth. They have always remained close to our creator and our higher selves and um, available to us always, but only when we can really clear our channel and activate our channel into communicating with them 
and being able to actually receive their message because our field has opened up, become available to the beyond. Oh, it's the realest thing I've ever felt, honestly. The feeling, right? That feeling. When I first started feeling the records. At first I started working with Jen and she was uh, expanding me into the records and now she's my business partner with Akashic Code and we're going to talk a lot more about the Akashic Realm in another episode. But she was delivering me these mind-expanding experiences of my soul. She was reading me channeled notes that the guides were coming through her around my soul lessons, my soul purpose, relationship, um, understanding from a soul perspective, that sort of thing. And when I actually started channeling myself, it was an entirely different experience because the energy was flowing through me. It was flowing through my body. I felt it a little bit on calls with her. We are going into the energy together. I tell clients that we're going into this energy together when I'm channeling with them. Channeling with them, right? Not for them, with them. I am always recognizing the master in you, the channel in you, and inviting you into that space. It's so important to me. Um, But I was feeling a little bit, and then I started channeling myself and was feeling this magic. And I, addiction is a strong word. But like, what's a sacred word for being obsessed with something? Because it wasn't like taking over my life, but it was taking over my life. Do you know what I mean? But it was bringing so much joy and awakening to my experience that I was like, my soul was so thirsty for it and so ready for it that probably for a period of time, I was connecting more with the non-physical than I was with friends, family, with, with physical Um, And maybe I was just so ready for that and and needed to go into that like container with my soul and to be just centered in my soul. Like that's what channeling in the Akashic realm, that's what the masters brought me was such a deep exploration of my soul in no way that anything else I'd experienced were able to give me. So I started channeling every day and spending so much time in the records but I wasn't exercising my body at this time I wasn't not so grounding right so grounding I think of grounding as of course like root sacral solar I also think of grounding as being activated in each of your chakras right pulling your power for life for creation from all of your chakras not just having like let's say a powerful third eye or um a a awakened sacral but channeling from all of your chakras all of your chakras beating with truth flowing with truth so I think about that I think about of course earth and nature and just the way that she hugs us and holds us and allows us to be in ourselves without pulling us any sort of way like being around humans just sometimes does right let's be so real and I also think about grounding being with the body, right? Being connected in relationship with the body. Uh, that's not only nourishing to our root chakras, 
but to our heart, to our whole being, like our body is here for us. Our body is carrying us through this lifetime. Our body is on this human journey with us, is the one experiencing the human journey, right? Experiencing everything that we, we bring her through. I'm picturing just walking um, over a beach and experiencing the sand beneath my toes and the waves coming up to kind of catch my feet and dance with me. And that sensual experience of being at the beach, the hot sun on your body warming you. Mm. Life is such a sensual experience. So I started channeling and I, I really wasn't doing enough grounding to really support how much I was channeling in the records, spending time in the records and, and spending time in that light frequency. And I felt like I became a bit um, imbalanced. And I felt like parts of 2018 were, were me coming so fully into my cosmic self and connecting so deeply with my Akashic Masters and my soul team and my higher self that I sort of ignored the human journey a bit. And that brought me into a space of disconnection and that's why I'm so passionate now when I'm whether I'm with clients or here talking to you on this podcast episode or talking on Instagram and and sharing my truths it's so important to be in a grounded space when we're expanding so I wasn't fully grounded in my being and my body that was holding all of this expansion that was taking place in my field and it brought me into a space of disconnection toward the end of 2018 and even a bit of 2019. But the beginning, like maybe the first month or two. So I felt like at the end of 2018, I was kind of going through this mental, emotional breakdown, a mini breakdown, right? I could still hold space for all of my work. I wasn't so deep in the work like it was when I was first going through transformation where I couldn't hold space for others. I was I was just recognizing that every time I was alone, I was slipping into some shadow work to really understand what was wanting to clear from my fields. Because what, what I had awakened so deeply in working with the records, it was pulling it up from deep in my chakras and my body and my cells. And then it was coming up for me to clear it, right? To really clear the channel. I had worked hard to dig into those chakras to pull up what was keeping me from being my fullest expression of my soul essence. And so I was asking for this awakening and shame was coming up a lot. And I was sitting in a lot of shame about a year ago, December 2018. And I was recognizing that I'd gone so deep into the cosmic self and so deep into the soul and almost to the point that I felt more comfortable introducing myself as like this, like I'm a soul and I'm on this human experience. And that was so fun for me for a little bit. And But I wasn't fully honoring the human right? That balance. So when I went into 2019, something that came to me when I was planning for my year and planning in a way of, I, I didn't make grand plans for this year. The plan was to not have a plan this year. And I, and I fully followed that um, to, to, to the highest degree that I feel like I could while still honoring my design as someone who is such a visionary. 
So I went into January 2019 recognizing that it was time to redefine the human. And I was really stoked for that journey. I had stripped everything off. I had done so much deep inner work, peeled off the layers of illusion. And I came home to my soul, but I didn't feel activated in my body, right? I was illuminated in my truth internally. And a lot of my external did reflect my internal and and did pulse with truth. But there was still a lot more of a dance and adventure to go through to really birth my truth out into the physical world. So 2019 has been a year of redefining the human for me. And that was really redefining myself in relationship after a year of celibacy and just being with myself like so alone, like no texting, no dates, like really taking that space for to be intimate with myself and to rebirth the way that I relate with men. And then, ha, no surprise, I met Derek, who is uh, just a soul, such a soulmate and just the love of my life. And I met him like two weeks right before that full year, full 12 months of celibacy ended this beautiful opportunity to redefine myself in romantic relationship this year and I truly have I feel like a completely different kind of partner I'm I'm not attached I'm not needy Um, of course there's some there's still sweeping out of the old story at times I can notice a little bit of codependency like when I ask him if he's okay, if he's looking kind of sad or or worry about him in any kind of way. And I gently meet that. But I truly feel like I'm relating with him in a different way than I've ever related with anyone before. And yes, we have a really beautiful connection and we were ready. (laughs) We were ready. And that's so funny because I was 30 and he was 22 when we met. And It's just a testament to how much work we've both done, but also how in tune we are with our souls. And and we really allowed the transformation as well, the soul transformation that came from meeting. And Derek stopped drinking. Um, I showed up fully to the relationship in a way that surprised me and also detached in a way that surprised me, that allowed me to be really deep, that allows me, it's still happening, allows me to be so deep in togetherness while so connected to my own center. I'm fully in myself. Um, And I redefined myself in business this year. The kind of leader that I am, the way that I lead in my my transformation containers as a coach, as a healer, a space holder, the way that I lead the retreats that I do, the Reiki master retreats, the soul transformation retreats, both under the naked heart umbrella, the way that I stepped into the launch of Akashic Code and led um, 11 or 12 beautiful souls through really um, connecting to their records and activating their own channel in relationship with their Akashic masters under my Akashic Code brand and umbrella and I really stepped into sacred leadership and I stepped into my feminine 
And I invited her to rise and I invited her to rise through travel and surrender and in my relationship and, and dance. And especially I saw her rise in business and leadership and I'm blown away by the power and the space that she can hold in such a gentle, unconditionally loving, higher understanding. And on a human level, like I'm doing the digital nomad thing. I'm traveling as a lifestyle I am a multi-dimensional channel and wearing it so proudly on a human level. It's not just something I do behind closed doors with a candle lit in my own space. Like I'm sharing it loudly, um, doing channeling for my parents, connecting with um, my friends' channels, sharing it loudly online, on Facebook and all of these places. And it feels good to marry that earth self and cosmic self, that human and a higher self so feels good like I know who I am like on a cosmic level and a human level and it's been an incredible year of embodiment and I think that's where that knowing comes from right where 2018 was such a deep awakening year and working with the records and 2019 was about embodying everything that I had awakened all of those soul lessons really for my entire life from my summer 2018 ayahuasca experience and the other two experiences I had soon after that all of the countless uh, mushroom experiences that I held myself through and just everything that's been a part of my journey and my story now it's embodied it's in my body and with my story and I look back and it's all love right so with my story pulsing through my cells transmuted into love fully I look back and it's all love I look forward and it's all love now I know who I am from this place I know who I am is there still fear hiding in my body yeah and I'm allowing my body to be in this gentle process. I am in this gentle process with her of continuing to embody more and more love and continuing to drop deeper, 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 deeper into my chakras, awakening my truth, dissolving illusion, feeling the emotion that's been stored in my body for so long, letting it come up. I worked so hard for it to come up, allowing it, allowing, allowing, allowing. And so, yes, I know who I am. And I recognize that identity is a dance and it is fluid and ever-changing. And I understand that if I'm in the path of the soul and committed to following that for the rest of my life, I will be dancing deeply with identity for until my death, right? It's when we kind of stay in our attachment that we stay stagnant in, in who we are. And maybe for a while that's true for us and we really need to understand something in that space, right? For me, it was contrast. I needed to recognize contrast and what it was like to live in lostness, confusion, anxiety, and depression so I could knew what it felt like to be truly awakened so that I could lead others. Like our story is so connected to our purpose, right? I wrote this the other night. Derek and I were sitting by the fire and we were pulling oracle cards from my fairy godmother deck and my Isis oracle deck. And we were just kind of doing this thing. This was his idea, actually. Kind of a creative writing with um, 
inviting the intuition voice to speak loudly in the space. So basically I laid out all the cards and I picked a few cards for each of us and he went first. And we pulled a card over and he would study the card for just a second and then just start creative writing around what came up for him relating to that card. And then the next card, next card. And it was really cool to, to see what was kind of swimming around in his heart and his mind, his channel, relating to the cards that were pulled. And we gave each other, we shared reflections. And one of my cards was about identity. So this creative, it was a creative writing of like just conscious writing. Just keep writing, keep writing, keep writing until it kind of dries up, right? follow that stream of consciousness that river of flow until it dries up however long it, it however long it goes and and runs so this is what i wrote after pulling the identity card own who you are and who you've always been you are a fearless leader who's a visionary and an activator your truth spills out from your insides bleeds into every aspect of your life Allow it, allow it, allow it to activate your human potential, this river of fire within. This year, you redefined the human. So now, who are you, Danny? Define yourself. Don't be afraid to define yourself. You already know that it's fluid. This definition will be held by the beliefs that you carry that it is fluid. So there's no fear in defining yourself. There is a freedom in defining yourself now. So who are you? Define yourself and continue expanding within this identity. Build onto it. You are so home. Live it. Mmm. So what's really resonating with you there? Did anything ignite within your channel relating to identity? What I really liked about that was that understanding that before I was kind of afraid to define myself because I was in such a space of transformation. I knew that I was still in like the roller coaster of it, right? Like big ups, big, big downs. That's when you know that you're in the growth of it versus on the other end and the expansion where you've integrated a lot of like kind of maybe the sticky, it might be sticky for you part of that journey. It, it usually is. You've integrated that into your being and you kind of come into this more quiet space if you can see where you've been you can see who you've been and you know you're not that anymore but you don't exactly know who you are and where you're going and I think that's where I started 2019 is where I, after all of that deep intense healing that I did that year then I was standing at the you know the front of 2019 walking through that portal being like okay I know I'm not who I was but who am I now and I played with definition um, all this year around the human and I love that now what holds that, the beliefs that hold that identity are that it will always be fluid. It's a river. Your identity is a river, a flow of magic, of truth, of, of connection, of love, a message. You are a river of soul truth that your soul wants to birth into the world. You are here to do that, right? So what does your channel want to speak into the world one of my favorite questions to explore this is okay if you could do one ted talk 
and then you could share that with let's say 7 billion people in the whole world what would your talk be about what is the topic and the truth is mine is about transmuting fear to love on the planet and starting in our own bodies and coming from such an energy standpoint and opening up to the beyond as you embrace love and evolve your frequency of your body into love, what that does for you. Life feels like a wonderland. It really does. Yes, I still enter the sticky sometimes, but I don't, I, I'm not in the roller coaster of the sticky, of the deep, deep growth that I was in for so long. And I feel like that's when you know that you're on the other side of it, when you have all the tools, you're embodied in the tools. You can sit in the sticky and you know that you're going to move through it. You know that it's just a chapter so you can sink more deeply and just trust, um, just trust where you are. So I want to do a little bit of channeling around identity as a dance maybe as a river too because that imagery is just it's kind of stuck in my mind right now but I'm gonna allow the Akashic Masters to flow through me if you're not driving feel free to close your eyes for this and breathe with it feel if your body opens up as you receive here so opening up your channel has a lot to do with receiving receiving your own messages has so much to do with receiving so surrender if you're feeling any kind of tension in the body invite surrender surrender leads to that opening that receiving mm. masters please flow through my voice for my naked heart podcast for those that are here listening here i'm imagining them in this sacred circle with me here a hot fire candles everywhere can you speak around identity in a way that allows us to detach from who we've been in the past and where we've been so that we can truly stand on a blank page as we near 2020 and open to a new portal and uh, be available to the highest awakening for us that's there for us. Who are you? Who are you? Right now, if you started to answer that, where do you go? Do you close your eyes and go within? Do you talk about your work, your relationship status, where you live, what kind of house you live in, what you do for fun? None of it's right or wrong. You're not being judged. We are exploring here. Notice how you are currently defining yourself. Feel the definition. How alive do you feel in your current definition of self? How alive, that aliveness, that free-flowing aliveness, it's your birthright. It's who you came here to be. And it's okay if parts of your journey shut you down to this flow, this river, this light, this fire within your soul. 
the energy of your soul is this fire, is this river, is this magic. And it's always in you. And you can never separate from it. And different parts of you will awaken in different chapters of life, especially based on where you're placing your attention. Where attention goes, energy flows. So if you've been heavily investing in your career, you may be more defined by career at the moment. It's not wrong. Just notice how you feel about career defining you. If you have placed a lot of your energy and focus and a lot of, we want to say success, many of you may not see it as placing success in relationship status, but if that's been a main driver of pleasure for you in your life, are you defined by your relationship status? How do you feel about that? You might be feeling a little bit of tension as you reflect, realizing you're feeling stuck in some of the identity that, you, that you've been wearing. But know that you can strip this, that it is external layers, that you are always who you really are deep within you. It's always there pulsing with you, dancing with you, even if your soul isn't getting to scream as loud as perhaps your ego is in your life right now, your truth will never be truly buried. That is why when you are not in your truth, when you are living in the untruth, that is why it feels stagnant. That is why it feels kind of stuck. Maybe you can feel that sadness of not being connected in your center. You can feel painful to not be who you really are. Sometimes we, a lot of us, need that walk down into that pain so we can understand what it feels like to not be ourselves. And a lot of times we are birthing our lives from a place of untruth. And there's quite a journey to unravel back home to truth. But the truth will always be there for you. And truth as an identity will continue to be a dance for the rest of your life. You will dance into so many different spaces in your body, activating different desires, activating different energies that call for creation you are pulsing with creative energy you are here as an extension of our source our creator you are the universe in ecstatic motion you are a divine creator are you a deliberate creator are you a conscious creator you are a creator so where are you putting your creative energy that ends up defining you defining your human so we want you to think about identity as a dance, as a fluid, ever-evolving river, and as the energy of creation. Where you are putting your energy defines you. So where do you want to put your energy? Pause and really reflect. Sit right now with your body, eyes closed, feel your breath, feel your aliveness. Where do I want to put my energy? We feel complete. 
Mm, that was so good. What really reflected um, to you? What really resonated with you is what I want to say. Hmm. Right before I got on this you know, session with you all, I wasn't really connecting creative energy with identity. It makes so much sense, right? We're here to be creators. We're here to learn about ourselves through creating just like our creator. But I wasn't marrying that together, creative energy with identity and with truth and with that ever-evolving river. And I guess it kind of goes with those different chapters of life, right? Like I know right now, for the past few months, I've put a lot of energy into my relationship. It was kind of our foundation. We were... Um, we were physically distant for the first eight months of our relationship because we were both traveling and then Derek was in Alaska for work and at a remote fishing village that really didn't have a great Wi-Fi signal or anything. So there wasn't a ton of communication for about five months. And so we've been able to be in deep togetherness these last few months and it felt, it's felt so right. And then just recently in the last two weeks, I felt the shift where it's like, okay, I want to end this year focusing on me, my growth, and my business because I feel completely nourished in our relationship. I feel in flow with our relationship and I can take a little bit of that energy that I've been sharing with us in our togetherness and I can put it back into kind of building some business processes. That's what the masters are kind of on me right now is coming back to some core business principles um, in Naked Heart and Akashic Code and my two channels of creation and, and income and impact right now. If, so it's it truly what you put energy into is what's defining you. So I guess part of what's defining me on a human level is this energy transformation work that I've been doing with these incredible souls I've been able to work with this year. Um, I feel you know, defined by this incredible relationship, this conscious partnership that I've been dreaming about for the last few years and I'm finally in so cozy, so comfortable in while still feeling the play and expansion and intimacy bursting open even when it does take us to uncomfortable edges it's there for us it's there for our relationship for our independent souls as well and I guess I'm a bit defined by the travel that I'm so committed to in my life it brings just a constant influx of inspiration from my external world and while I'm still deep in my internal and taking that space to be with myself while traveling it feels like such a cool part of my identity right now. I never thought I would be that traveler, you know. I'd, I'd placed it on a far off secret dream of mine when I started re reading travel blogs, especially solo female travel blogs probably like eight years ago. And now I'm doing it and the journey to get here was so incredible. And it, yes, it was hard work. It took commitment to the virtual business and retreats and everything that fuels this lifestyle and it took commitment to being on the road and being separated from family and friends and comfort and I feel like commitment really defines us too so what are you committed to and how is that defining you and how does that commitment feel 
like in your bones or or hugging you even right now like how do how do the commitments in your life feel as they hug you and know that you always have the power to change and you you are choosing your reality every single day whether it's a conscious choice or an unconscious choice so if you were to question everything right right as we walk to the end of 2019 and enter 2020 if you were to question everything in your life just for fucks how would that feel to question it wherever we feel some uneasiness in questioning that is probably where there's some attachment So if it feels kind of not so good to question our relationship, are we attached? If it doesn't feel great to question our line of work, what are we attached to there? And then the power of re-deciding or choosing something new. The power of choice. Mm. Whenever I've re-decided on something in my life or decided that it wasn't for me and open to a new possibility here, it has brought so much energy flow into my life. I can feel that my the universe is mirroring back to me this, um, this soul light that I recommitted to when I recommit to my truth and is blessing me. It's like, opportunity, energy flow, connection, abundance, just raining down from the heavens. And mm, it feels amazing to let go of something that truly isn't in our highest path. And it feels amazing to re-decide. So only you know where you're at. I want to end with just a really short solar plexus activation here and want to say thank you so much for being here with me today, tonight, this morning, wherever you are. I am so grateful. This is such a fun, creative channel for me, and I'm so committed to showing up every day and being true to me so that I can be true to you. So close your eyes. Focus on your solar plexus chakra. So that is the stomach area right around the navel, above the navel underneath the breasts. The element is fire. The color is yellow. And each of our chakras govern different aspects of energy in our lives and the solar plexus. It's, it's our identity in the physical world. Our ego sits here. It's our confidence, our willpower, our discipline, our personal power is here in our center. Of course it is. Imagine a flame here in your center. Imagine yourself in a forest coming up on a fire with the earth, a bonfire. Is your fire small? Is it roaring? Is it held? Is it contained? Or is it kind of wild and overactive with energy? 
sometimes that can feel like in our stomach just a lot of busy energy kind of chaotic energy that isn't completely fluid and communicating effortlessly with the rest of our chakras for our full flow so how is your fire today can you see it through your mind's eye and can you feel it in your center Can you see yourself just as you are now, walking around this fire, tending the fire in whatever way your soul is calling you to? Maybe it's bringing some sticks, some leaves, some things to ignite the fire a bit more. Maybe it's bringing some rocks to create a little fire pit to contain the fire a bit more. What does your fire want to say to you right now? If you gave it a voice, your center being your eternal flame within, if you gave it a voice, you gazed into the fire, be available for this truth. Who am I? Who am I? Or maybe you're answering it. I am. I am. Notice what it does to the fire, whether you are in a sacred time of questioning or you are in a sacred time of redefining and answering. Some years ask questions, some years answer them. Meet yourself where you are. Trust it. As you speak to this fire, how does she roar? How does he dance? Is there a sacred union in your core being of your feminine and masculine energies? Feel it in your body too. Left side of your body is feminine. Right side of your body is masculine. Do you feel activated in your solar plexus by both your feminine and your masculine? And then just take a few deep breaths and expand this fire. Or hold it. If your fire is a bit strong, an overactive solar plexus, perhaps some control, protection, fear, need to defend. Some of that would lead to an overactive solar plexus. Just recognize and know if that's in your field and know that energy loves to dance. You are defined by your energy flow, your internal and your external. So nurture your inner fire or grow it with your breath and trust that you always know who you are deep within. Thank you for being here with me today. I love you all. 
and I'll see you on the next episode or I'll feel you on the next episode. Catch me on Instagram. I'm Danny two underscores wild on Instagram. I'd love to know what really resonated with you on this episode. I'm still finding my flow here. So I love your feedback and I am so open to receiving it. Thanks so much. Have an amazing week and an, and an incredible walk into this 1212 portal for you today. Let's grow.